0: Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go.
1: Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White.
0: Hey, Matt. What's happening?
1: Hey, Brandon. Happy Monday.
0: Yeah, is it Monday? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I
0: lose track of the days after (laughs) I don't know, it just all happens. I actually work this weekend, so today feels like Wednesday, but all's good, man. Today we're gonna talk about building a 401k within your budget. This is for listeners out there who say, I don't have enough money to do a matching program. And Matt's gonna explain how you can actually do that because the many benefits of a 401k go beyond just socking away money for yourself. And your employees, there's also retention. And in this day and age, Matt, I mean, basically everyone has a 401k plan. So the fact that you don't have a 401k plan in a tight labor market or any labor market is going to be problematic. So why don't you lay some knowledge on us today about how to build one within your budget?
1: (laughs) You said it. You hit it right on the nail here. It's it's really uh, becoming more of a necessity for businesses of all sizes um, to have a 401k. And if, I, I, I truly believe a 401k, there, there's so many options out there to have something and just the deferral part of it for the employees to get above a $6,000 IRA is, is huge. You know, people want to save more there. They're, it's people are becoming more aware of how, how much, how important it is um, where you need to start saving your own money because you can't rely on, Really anybody else but yourself, so so I've been getting a lot of these conversations uh about you know we want to implement something uh, we have an employee that we really need to bring on board, but they you know they had they had a 4 k they don't know where to move it um, we need to build something so we can get this person on board and we need to do it fast and 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 really there there's a lot of different ways to do this there's some you know easy easy turnkey ways but Really, the best way is to implement, uh, it, it's really a traditional 401k. And, and I've said this in the last episode, traditional meaning basic, you know, tr- for IRS code 401k basically to where you can um, build this. It's kind of an M- a blank canvas is really what a traditional 401k is. And the idea is how do we get the match into a an affordable Range for you, um, because the administration costs are nominal, right? You're, it's a hundred to two hundred dollars a month is what you're going to pay for administration with a group plan for a group plan for a small business. Obviously, if you have several hundred employees, that's a whole other top- topic where it's probably going to be a little bit more because there's a, a, a per cost for employee. But the match can be the daunting part, and that's what everyone's kind of afraid of because they're looking at their payroll. And then they come back and say, oh, geez, how much do I need to match uh, these pe- these people's 401k contributions? So there's a couple of things that we need to look at. One is, what does the owner want to do? What are you trying to do as the business owner? And that's always question number one that I have um, with business owners and employers. And and the reason is, is because everything is backed into that point uh, once you get to there. So um, if the owner wants to max out, more often than not, we're going to look at a safe harbor because those those bypass, those annual tests that we've always talked about. But usually if the priority is recruiting and retention, we're not going to look at it because budget is probably the number one concern. And how do we keep those employees involved and uh, in, in how we keep them, um, how do we keep that carrot basically dangling out there for them? And a traditional 401k is where you can mold your matching and your vesting schedule to almost anything you want. Um, build it around your budget, build it around a vesting schedule to where we want these employees to stay for several years and not leave the company. And we don't want to lose all those, all those funds to go along with them. So a lot of times, you know, here here's a good example where we had a, a uh, someone we were speaking to many people in this, actually, this is a good example to where the, the match was number one priority. How do we keep that to a one to two percent range at the very maximum, uh, but also keep the employees around because a safe harbor is going to be on average somewhere between three to four percent that 's really what a safe harbor match is going to be uh, if you do If you build it right, the design is super important to be able to get some sort of contributions as the employer because there's more annual testing involved. So what we've done is, for example, you've done maybe a 25% match for every percent that your employee puts in, right? So if you're going to do a 6%, let's say we build it on a 6% base, where if the employee is going to put in 6% of their own salary, you're going to put in 25% of each one of those percentage points. So that gives you a 1.5% uh, match on your on your so the worst case scenario if every employee that's eligible on your payroll let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars per month payroll right that's going to be an extra fifteen hundred dollars per uh fifteen hundred dollars per month of a match that's going to go into so that's a little bit more attainable on top of the administration right. So that's not that's not a huge problem there. That's that's an easy way to do it, but how do we recruit, how do we re- retain these these folks? The maximum vesting schedule that you can add to a 401k, so the deferral portion, right, the match, that's the maximum is 6 6 years. But it has to be a graded 6-year vesting schedule, right? So you can well, what say What do you mean by like, graded? Yeah, graded. You said,
0: yeah, what is graded? I mean, is it 1 month after a cliff and it starts vesting, or is it yearly vest on the last 12 months? What does that mean?
1: And The cliff and graded are two, two, two definitely different things. So to get out six years, you have to do the grade. So you could go, let's just say it's five years to keep it simple. Zero if they left in the, in the first year. Then if they left in the second year, then they could take 20% of your match with them, and then so on and so forth. So that's kind of the, I call that the default vesting schedule that we produce just because it's easier for everyone to, to calculate for the employees. is pretty standard amongst, you know, large corporations too. Um, or you could do a three-year cliff, meaning zero all the way up until year three, then it's a hundred percent. And that is um, not as popular, but it's becoming more popular because of budget concerns. And, and, you know, there, there's a lot more benefits going out there these days because, of the employment pool being so tight. And um, so they're, they're creating a more um, uh, advantageous vesting schedule for the employees to want to stay and they're in there and, and they're wanting them to, to they want to give them something at the tail end to where they're going to give them a uh, what's the best word. I I, I guess, I lost my train of thought on that, so maybe we have to cut that. Oh, well, they like
0: you're, you're not you're giving them a bonus effectively. It's you're, not you're basically it's not yeah. a bonus, but it's a it's an additional large scale perk.
1: Yeah, I, I I think perk is the is the best way to best way to say it because what happens if they leave within that vesting period? So let's say they leave and they half of it goes back, half of it they take with them, and half of it goes back to you. It's going to go into your your forfeiture account. And then you can reuse that for other employees and so on and so forth. So um, that's, that's the way to not only keep your budget low on the cash flow part of it. So how much are we putting into these employees' uh, 401k account? But you're also protecting the money that you put in there. So a lot of that can come back into there. And then there's a few other things we can do, like the eligibility period. Um, how long do they have to be employed with you to even be eligible for the plan? And you can push that out to a year um, as at at a maximum. You can put that So they have to be with you for one year before they can even put their own money into it. And that's more of a cash flow. Make sure you're protecting um, the cash flow that's going out um, into these plans. So there's various things that we can protect the employer with. um, And really, budget is number one. And that's the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you explaining that. I think for those listening, the one thing that I didn't realize for many years as a business owner was that the 401k can be customized in so many different ways. And for whatever reason, I just believe that it was this standard thing and it was very regimented and it's not. You can do, you have a ton of flexibility and we're only talking about a regular quote unquote 401k here and and as it relates to doing it within your budget if you feel like you can't afford it because you're a growing company you're just getting started or just a small company in general that can be tough but there's so many other things that you can do with this 401k especially for smaller businesses that benefit the owners and how you can maximize that so yep. this is while we're talking about how to build a 401k within your budget, which you can do with the ways you've outlined here, Matt. The other thing is, is that once you have this thing in place, there's so many other things of how you can grow it. And Matt's helped me do that. And just this past year was hugely significant savings, not only savings in our bank account tax-free, but as an expense to the company, which then lowered our taxes overall. So I just offer that to listeners. And if you're interested, if you have a 401k, you need some help with it, or you don't have one and you want to get one started, check out the link in the show notes and Matt will get you set up and even assess if you have one where you are. And in some cases, a lot of these sometimes are a little bit messed up because people just sort of put a stamp on them and you can fix these things to make them much more beneficial to absolutely employees. So thanks absolutely. a lot, Matt, for explaining that today.
1: Yep, you got it. Thanks, Brandon.
0: Bye everyone.